Hello, I am Matt Terrio of Epic Real Estate Investing, the Epic Real Estate Investing Show, and this is Thought Leader Thursday. So today I'm joined by a very successful entrepreneur. He's always aspired to live an upscale, lavish lifestyle depicted by characters that most of us only see on TV. And his family, though, on the other hand, had a very different type of lifestyle. And despite her best efforts, his wonderful mother couldn't climb out of a deep financial rut. So they were on food stamps, they were barely able to pay their rent, they struggled in poverty, they lived in a crummy apartment and even in a crummier neighborhood, it just gets worse and worse, and uh, it bothered him. Uh, no, it actually really, it angered him, knowing people out there lived lives of abundance while, a, while he lived a life of scarcity. But it all changed. We wouldn't have him on the show if it didn't, right? Um, and he wants to share that with you. So lying in bed the day after graduation, he had a choice to make get a job like everybody else and play it safe or set his sights high and just go for it, right? So he didn't toil with the decision, he didn't grapple with fear or worry about failing. In that moment, he knew that he had the ability to shape his destiny into whatever he wanted it to be. He knew he deserved more. We all deserve more, that his family deserved more. And so do you. And today, let's learn how to get it. So please help me welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing, Mr. Danny Morell. Danny, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to spend a couple moments with you and your audience, my friend. Super. I'm excited to have you here as well, Danny. You know, we, we run it in similar circles. We've got a bunch of mutual friends, but we've never really actually got to talk to each other much. And so let's take this opportunity to do that and we'll try and create some magic at the same time. Sound good? Sounds absolutely perfect. Perfect. So, Danny, before we get into all of the, the big things that you're up to today, because you're really playing a big game in life, let, let's talk about your beginning, of which was as a, a real estate agent, what were you doing just prior to getting involved as an agent and how did that happen? Prior to becoming a real estate agent, at the time I'm 18 years old or something, and it's it's funny the way kind of fate takes over, but um, I raised my younger brother who, who now is very successful. He actually runs our real estate brokerage, but uh, our dad wasn't around. So I was the one at 17, 16 years old going to all of the parent-teacher conferences. I was, I was taking him to all of his little league practices. And at the time, there was this, uh, this Mexican guy who had a, a tortilla delivery company. And he was just, got, you know, he just kind of noticed this young kid who was, I guess, you know, in his eyes, pretty responsible. And so uh, he was leaving to Mexico and he wanted someone to stay in charge of his home and his delivery route. And I'm not kidding you. He just pulled me aside and said, listen, I want you to take over my route for me. It'll pay you uh, about twenty five hundred bucks. Uh, pardon me, about forty five hundred bucks a month, a little over a thousand dollars a week. All I want, leave me a ten percent commission on whatever you make, and I also want you to stay in my home and take care of my home. And like in hindsight, I don't know if I would ever do that with a 17, 18 year old kid, but this guy did it with me, and he literally gave me his house and the keys to his truck, showed me the route, and sure enough, for an entire summer. Uh, I worked as a tortilla delivery person uh, and I did, I guess, such a great job that when he came back, uh, he had three routes. He literally sold me one of them. And that was like my first business. Uh, and that's what I was doing prior to selling real estate. Wow. I always love hearing people's stories. <laughs> tortilla delivery person, that's the first on the show. So you, there's all different ways and different walks of life that we all come from to get where we are. So what inspired you about real estate? What inspired you to become an agent? 
happenstance, um, you know, my goal was to buy us a home by the time I was 21. And so I wanted to get my family out of the ghetto. Like if anybody out there knows what Rialto, California is, there's a street down there called Jackson Street. There, That's the one street, I think, uh, other than maybe Watts in California that you don't want to live on. I lived on that street. So uh, I wanted to get us out of the ghetto. And, um, and I set my eyes on the top of the neighborhood, the top of the city, which is kind of like our Beverly Hills. And um, I wanted to buy a house. So I happened to go on a day off that I had to a job fair and there happened to be a real estate agent there. And I just started asking him some questions about how much money I needed for a down payment, whatever. And then I'll never forget to ask him the magic question. I said, is there any money in real estate? He said, sure. And I said, tell you what, I work six days a week right now, uh, but I want to work Sundays for you. And I, I, I'll even work for free. I don't want your money. I just want the knowledge and I'll help you. And in exchange, I just want knowledge as to how to do that. And I say that, man, because for all your listeners, I really do believe that value is more important than cost or than the dollar. Um, you and I are, are both a part of an organization where we'll, we'll pay whatever it takes because we're getting so much in return for that. And I think right. entrepreneurs have a, have a hard time with letting go of the dollar and, and with sowing into their future. And I, I never had a problem with that. Don't, don't ask me why. I just at a young age understood like, you know, the future is more important than what I feel right now or what I have to spend right now to get it. That was what, uh, how long ago? 15 years ago, 20 years ago? 20 years ago, yeah. Okay, and today your real estate business looks like what? Today, um, I'm a broker. Uh, I own Intero Real Estate Services in Southern California. We've got seven offices. And um, one of our offices, actually, if you look in the in the multiple listing service in Southern California, it's kind of cool because you see like, you know, Realty One, Keller Williams, Century 21, and then you see this little company called Intero that does not have a national brand. And so we're the number three uh, office in the entire multiple listing service right now in all of Southern California. And I'm proud of that because it, it speaks to our culture, our training philosophy. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really proud of that. We've got seven offices, uh, just over 400 agents and about an, an agent and a half a day joins our company right now. Close to two agents a day join the company right now. That's amazing. Congratulations, bud. Congratulations. Thanks. So you are a very successful real estate broker, but Danny, you're also an author, you're a coach, you're a host, you're a trainer. Um, which one of those titles right there are the most important to you and why? I think the most important title would be life changer. Again, I don't know why I'm just wired this way. Uh, you know, I can remember being that poor kid uh, in the ghetto and I can remember wanting to do more and become more. And yet, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I didn't see anybody in my family who was achieving more. And so that bothered me. You know, I, I just started to think, like, why is it that if I watch TV, I see these kids that, you know, in high school are driving these nice cars and live in these beautiful homes. And like nobody in my life has that. Like I, I couldn't find the proof. And, and, and uh, I went out and sought the proof and I went out and sought the lessons and I went out and, and paid for the coaching and I went out and, and, and went to the seminars and I went out and I read the books. And so now I kind of feel like God has given me this gift that now I have to utilize to help other people. Uh, so that's why we wrote the book. That's why we put on our events. That's why, you know, if, if you see me on social media, that's what I do all day long, literally, is help encourage and empower and teach and show other people that they can do it too. Right. No, I can attest to that. I see you out there working really hard. Um, 
Who do you help? And what do you do to help them? It's so funny you asked that. I, I just had an event. Um, we had about 600 people at the Lowe's Coronado Hotel in San Diego. Mel Robbins was there with us. Um, she's the author of The Five Second Rule. If you haven't read that book, you, you need to re- read it. Um, Is that the picking up the food off the ground, you got to eat it quickly? That's, that's not that five second rule. Different rule. Okay, got it. Five second rule, yeah. Um, but if you were to ask anybody in attendance, am I a real estate guy? Yeah, because that's my business. But anybody that wants to succeed in business has to deal with, I think, three issues. Number one is 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 their mind. I, I think I think that's number one. You have the right mindset. Um, then you can go out and succeed at anything it is that you want to do. Uh, but number two is the right skills. You, you have to learn whatever business you're in, it's going to involve sales. And sales involves proper communication. Uh, it, it involves clarity. It involves proper tonality. And it, it involves a proper conversation. And so really what I teach is, is, is applicable to any industry, to any entrepreneurs. My focus right now, however, is real estate agents. So uh, we've got several realtors across the country who are part of our coaching program. And um, yeah, that's what we do. Super. So you said three things, though. Sorry, I didn't catch them. One was mindset. One was getting the right skills. What was the third one? I think the third one is issues of the heart. I'm fortunate enough to meet a lot of people and to help a lot of people and coach a lot of people. But us as humans, man, we deal with like garbage. You know, um, we, we deal with things that have even happened to us uh, in the past and situations that hold us back from really believing that we are capable of receiving more in our life, you know. And, and that was something that it was a big hurdle that I had to get over, you know. Um, I had to get over the fact that um, I'm Hispanic. I had to get over the fact that I was poor. I had to get over the fact that I had a, uh, a dad that, that didn't want to hang out anymore. I had to get over the fact that we didn't have any money. I had to get over the fact that we were on welfare. I had to, I had to get over all of that. Those are issues of the heart. And instead of being a victim and instead of having a pity party, I had to decide that whatever it was that had happened in my past, and whatever it was that my family had gone through in the past, I was not going to allow to affect my family in the future. And I'm a big believer in that your family is, is really you, your spouse, and down. You, your spouse, and down. And that's, that's big for us because culturally, like in the Hispanic community, your family is freaking everybody. You know? And there are lots of influence you and so forth and so on. And so I just had to make a decision for my future, my wife, my kids, that I was going to... F- deal with and address, you know, um, uh, the issues of the heart, uh, work through them and then move on to finally be able to receive what I knew I was destined to receive. Right. I really like that message. I wish, uh, and, and thank God for you out there spreading that message, you know, taking, uh, leaving the past where it belongs, taking responsibility for where you are right now, not playing that victim role. I mean, I've never met a wealthy, successful victim. So we've got, You've got these three things as uh, a successful entrepreneur, you have to have the right mindset, the right skills, the issue of the heart. What are the biggest mistakes that you see people make when they're implementing your formula for success? I think the biggest thing is people are afraid to invest in themselves. I think psychologically speaking, so many people have hangups over money. Um, so that they don't even get in the door to learn what it is that they need to learn to improve themselves. Um, and this is, this is across the board. You put, you put 100 people in a room and like 80% of them have a scarcity of money. 
Um, so they'll never go to a seminar. They'll never invest in themselves. They'll never find a mentor because they're hoarders, right? And it's it's this 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 thought of what abundance means. Like you know, everybody wants to go on social media and look on Instagram and you know look at all like you know the thought leaders and all that stuff. But then you got to learn. You got to say, okay, wait a minute, time out. Like. At what point in time am I going to stop looking for the answer and realize that the problem is within and the answer is within? It's, it's in each and every one of us, you know? And so um, I think that's the number one thing that people struggle with. I think that there's plenty of great people like yourself who want to help, who want to teach people. You, you, I'll tell you right now, if I took your course on how to buy and sell houses, I'll be a millionaire in, in, in 12 to six, 24 months, hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. What's going to stop me is the question, what's the cost? And I'm going to tell each and every one of your audience, here is the answer. And I want you all to write this down because I don't know your program, but I'm going to tell you exactly what the cost is. You ready? The cost is who gives a shit. That's the cost. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the cost. And, and, and that's how you need to start thinking about this stuff. The cost is whatever the cost is, people. And you cannot allow that to hold you back because if it holds you back in this area of your life, trust me, money is holding you back in other areas of your life. Your family is sacrificing the way they travel. You're sacrificing the lifestyle that you live. You're sacrificing in the home that you're in right now. You look at those walls. You look at the tile on the kitchen cabinets and you don't like them, but you don't want to do anything about it because you have a scarcity mindset about money. And I, I, I can go on and on and on, but this is the deep rooted issue that I see holds the most people back is that they don't even give themselves a chance to learn because they're so attached to the scarcity mindset. I love, love that message too. I think uh, we're kindred spirits for sure. I keep on looking for, for guests that I disagree with to bring onto the show and I keep finding like-minded people. So you're fantastic. Um, with that said, so it's really easy to, to say after, I mean, I'm putting playing devil's advocate, putting myself in the audience's shoes that, uh, you know, I think scarcity mindset is a big deal. Um, what's something practical that people could do? It's like, okay, I got it. Dan, you made yours and you've got this great mindset. I'm inspired. Um, what do I do to start chipping away or completely removing that scarcity mindset? Okay, so here, this is a simple technique that works. I've seen people double and triple their income literally here in my company by doing this technique. So I created a journal and, and in the journal, and you could just do this on a, on a piece of paper, but do it every single day, people. You got to realize that your, your brain has a portion of your brain called the reticular activating sensor. And that portion of your brain is what dictates what you believe is possible for yourself or not possible for yourself, what you believe is real or not real. It's like, I could tell you that you could fly off a building all you want, but if you believe, nope, uh, I, I, I can't fly, I'm going to fall, that, then that's not only is that reality, but that's what the brain buys into. Well, it's the same thing with money, right? So what I teach people to do, uh, um, and you can start doing it literally tonight, Take the most amount of money that you've ever earned in a year, okay? And you take that number and you multiply it by three. Um, and it's going to stretch you and it's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to feel like not good. And you're going to write down 25 times a day, I earn blank or more per year. And the blank is three times the most amount of money you've ever earned. And here's why that's so important, Matt. It's so important because what people don't realize is that what is a lot to you and I is a little to someone else. Mm -hmm. A 
I'm going to say that again. What's a lot to you and I is a little to someone else. Yep. And, and, and so once you get that, you got to start to realize that what you perceive as a lot or a little, it's a hundred percent in your head. So might as well rewire that and little by little, as you start writing it every single day, it is the craziest thing in the world that happens. You start meeting the right mastermind people, the right mentors, the right coaches, the right deals start showing up. Literally, they start showing up just to just to uh, 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 match the outside world with what you are now putting in your inside world. That's the best piece of advice I can give somebody that they could start like right now. I saw a Chris Rock concert and he was talking about the difference between being rich and wealth, wealthy. And he said, uh, if Bill Gates woke up tomorrow and his bank account had the same balance as Oprah Winfrey, it might inspire a heart attack on his part. Because, <laughs> right? It's just like, you know, there's always someone that has more and they're looking at your problems like, how small are you? Like, why are you even complaining? What, what are you dealing with? So, great perspective. Fantastic. So, um, Let's see, I got a few more questions, but let's let's move on. Let's, tell me about your book, The Resilience Roadmap, and, and who is that for? The same person that we've been talking about, or tell me about the book. The book is really my journey because of the one thing that we didn't mention is, you know, when the market crashed, I lost everything. Um, literally, there was a moment where um, uh, we couldn't even afford rent. We couldn't afford groceries anyways. So the book is about my journey back, you know, and I'll never forget. My wife said, you know, whatever you do, I want you to bounce back 10 times better than you've ever had. And I'm, and I'm happy to say that I, I've, I've honored my wife's uh, request. Um, so the book is broken down. And what it does is chapter by chapter, it gives you the steps that you need in order to fulfill your dreams, create the business that you want, succeed at whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally like chapter one is decide to live by faith and not by fear. And that's important for people to understand because many of us live by fear, right? Mm -hmm. And so I break down what that means and that, you know, it's about making a plan and, and taking inspired action. It's, it's literally broken down as a roadmap for people who want to ex, uh, excel in life, build a great business at, in a step-by-step -step manner. And, uh, and that's why I wrote it. What I did before we started uh, recording, Danny, is I went onto Amazon and I bought 10 of your books. And I'm gonna give them away to the audience. And so listen up, this is how you get one. Go to Instagram, I want you to tag Danny Morell and tag Epic Real Estate. And I want you to create a post stating what you liked best about today's interview. And the first 10 people to do that, I'll send you a free copy of Danny's book, The Resilience Roadmap. You're a good guy, dude, you got a great message and I, and I just wanna help you get your word out there, your message out there even more, so. Uh, if anyone is inspired by what they heard today, what uh, would be the best way if they wanted to reach out to you? What would be the best way for them to do that? I mentioned Instagram. I, I, I invest a lot of time in Instagram because uh, I have fun on it. For some reason, that's like my one social media platform that I love the most. So find me at Instagram. Just look up Danny Morell, M-O-R-E-L. But then the other thing is, uh, Matt, and I want, you, I want to invite you as my guest. Um, I'm having an event July 11th, 12th, and 13th. Um, we have Ed Milet, uh coming out, Andy Frasella. If you know, if you listen to podcasts, yes. you know who the, who those two are. Okay. Uh, Gerard Adams, who who sold his business for fifty million bucks by the age of twenty five, and uh, Alex Rodriguez from the New York Yankees. They're all coming. It's a three day event, July eleventh through thirteenth. Uh, I'd love to have you guys join us. Go to relentlessevent.com and uh, get some information and get your tickets. It's going to be incredible. Thank you very much. Hey, Danny, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being here today. Let's, uh, let's stay in touch.
We will. I appreciate it and look forward to having you on my show soon. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it as well. Alrighty, I'm Matt Terrio. God bless to your success. I'll see you next week for another episode of Thought Leader Thursday. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.